Have you ever known you should do something, but just didn't know how to get started? Listen to the wisdom of our panel as they discuss the practical aspects of getting started doing a quiet time and what that means. Hi, my name is David Dennis, and I'm with the Kansas Communities Ministry with the Navigators. This is the second of four podcasts on how to develop our personal walk with the Lord. We hear from six men who have many years of experience in developing a personal time with the Lord. They range in age from their late 20s through their early 70s, so we have a broad representation of perspectives. Be sure to check out the show notes with this podcast, where we've listed some of the resources mentioned. We start today by hearing from John Anderson, Navigator Director at Wichita State University, as he shares how to encourage someone to start meeting with the Lord on a daily basis. I'd be interested in your thoughts, John, about how you would encourage a college student who maybe is a believer or is a new believer, but hasn't really developed a uh, devotional life yet. How would you encourage them to get started spending this time with the Lord? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I believe it's important to tell them why, to show them how, and get them started. Um, and so uh, I, there's a few passages I love to go to to communicate the why of spending time with God. Um, like one of the key ones for me is Psalm 27.4. David says, One thing have I asked of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Uh, and just to think, man, David could ask God for anything, and he asked God for time with God. Uh, to be with God all his life. That's probably the most important thing that we could seek out. And so that's a verse I love to, to look at with students to talk about why it's so important for us to spend time with God. Um, and then we'll usually do a quiet time together. I think it's really helpful to just see it done. I remember when I, I, I came to Christ through the Navigators when I was in college, and people talked about quiet times, and I had no idea what it meant. I'd, re- I'd read my Bible and, and didn't know, like, was something supposed to happen? Am I supposed to hear something? Is, like, this is a, ma- a magical thing? Like, Do I just read it like a book? Like, what am I supposed to do? And finally, uh, the guy who was discipling me, an older student named Ben, uh, he just invited me to sit down with him for a quiet time. And I was struggling with consistency. And so we actually met every morning for several weeks in our dorm lounge and did a quiet time together. And just seeing how he interacted with God in prayer uh, and doing it with him was so helpful for me Um, and to be able to talk about it with him afterwards. So I think doing it with someone really helps him get started. Um, and showing them how to do that and how to engage with God uh, in a quiet time. And then uh, I usually like to get them started. Like I'll give them a challenge of, hey, why don't you spend seven minutes with God every day this week? Um, And then let's talk about it next week. And they'll usually find seven minutes is doable, but once you get going, you realize seven minutes isn't long enough. Uh, You want more time with God. And so that's usually how I I try to get someone started. I agree with John there 40-some years ago there fellow that was discipling me gave me a little pamphlet called Seven Minutes with God. And uh, he challenged me to do it for two weeks. He didn't say, now you need to do this the rest of your life. Uh, I was less than a year old in Christ, just a, a matter of weeks. And I remember the, the first morning, the, the next morning I was to start, I was setting, it was opening day of duck season. And there I sat in all of my clothes waiting for John to come and get me, and it hit me. I hadn't done my seven minutes with God. And about that time, I saw the lights, and I run out and told John I needed to do my seven minutes. And so I did, and that's how it began. And so I know with me, um, I've tried for a lot of different things, and over the many, many years, and one of the fellows I'm meeting with, I uh, listened to some of Ron Bennett's messages. 
and uh, he had uh, he had got a hold of the uh, the series uh, High Quest. He'd seen that, and he wanted to do that. So to please him, I said, "Let's go through book one." And now we're starting book three, and uh, I finally have learned to journal, and I love it. And it's making, uh, it's really making an impression on me, but I can see it in Olson, the young man I'm meeting with. I, I can just see him growing from it. So through my decades of walking with the Lord, there's been a variety of methodology. But if you want to learn to journal, this is the one. Learn to journal. High Quest. That's called High Quest, and that's Ron Bennett's. Yeah. Ron, yeah, it's the Navigator Church Ministry Group. Begin spreading it, and the men I'm contacting, and I'm getting very, very good reports hmm. from its impact. Good, good tool for quiet time. If you want to learn how to journal, if that's something you want to do, I'll guarantee you, you will if you stay with it. Mm-hmm. That's great. Thank you. I was going to ask Ryan and anyone else who wants to join in, but start with Ryan. Uh, you have young children, and um, yeah. my question to you is, how do you encourage them to develop that personal walk with the Lord uh, in terms of a devotional time? Um, can, I, can I piggyback off of John and Elmo before I answer that question? I, I, I heard two guys say they needed somebody else to show them how to do it. And I just think that's a really important thing. Wherever anybody is at in their walk with the Lord is having somebody to help them along the way. I just, I just think that's super important. When I, when I started, I became a believer right before I went to college. And I started trying to read the Bible on my own and trying to figure things out and was inconsistent at best at it. And I had somebody um, help me out, a uh, guy who was leading our, leading a Bible study I went to, say, hey, do you want to do this together? And he shall show me how to have a quiet time and memorize verses and how to pray. And I, I that was just so valuable in my life. I, can, I couldn't express that enough of that just so shaped and helped form consistency and developing a relationship with the Lord. I just it, think if anybody's going to take anything away from this, is they, they need help doing that to, to seek out whether it's one other person or a small, you know, a few other people. Um, I just think that's a really important aspect of, of doing the Christian life is it's um, something that's been shown to me over and over again is it's it's not a Lone Ranger game and we need other people to help us out along the way. Um, I've been really encouraged. There's there's three guys I'm meeting with doing Every Man a Warrior right now, and it's it's been really exciting to see the growth in them as we've been going through that where um, several of those guys were, were inconsistent before and they're being really consistent now going through every man a warrior and learning the the structure that that has set out for doing quiet times. And that's a really good tool. Um, I believe as well for, for journaling and just a tool for learning how to have quiet times. Um, it has a nice structure of ABC and, um, um, just asking questions, um, jotting down some, a key thought and, and, and praying about it. So I, I think that's important, but, um, so, so how do we do that with our kids? Um, well, if I don't wake up early enough and the kids are awake, then they get to have the quiet time with me. So, <laughs> um, so, um, so I, I think just, you know, a lot of that is more is caught than is taught. I mean, I think the kids, kids see how their parents do things. I mean, the kids see that, you know, a lot of times they do wake up and I'm sitting in the kitchen table or, you know, in the living room, wherever, reading my Bible and, um, and so we talk about those things regularly at our house. And I mean, we, we, we aim to model that. 
Um, you know, like I said, I've, I've had many times where some, some of my favorite quiet time memories are is when one of my kids who just happens to wake up and they're sitting right next to me and we just, we just do one together. Um, so I, I don't think there's a whole lot of, um, there's no secret recipe or anything special about that. It's just, just we're, we're just aiming to model that and want, want our kids to be a part of it. Um, I've been, one of the things I try to do that I picked up um, from every man a warrior that I started a few years back and have been, that I really love doing is just trying to find individual time with my kids. Um, you know, just recently um, I was driving my, my boy to basketball practice. And so I just used that time as a time with him where I just, I, we were like, here, help, help me review my verses. And so it helps him. <laughs> so he, he, he checked me reviewing my verses as we were driving to basketball practice. And it was pretty exciting and fun because then after basketball practice, he's like, Dad, where can I get one of those little packets like that for my verses? And so um, I, I got him a packet. You know, when your kid asks you for a packet of memorized verses, you, you just go get him one. Uh, so I, I, I don't know if there's anything super secret or special, but I mean, we just try to model that in our life and, and make them a part of what we're doing. Thank you. I think that uh, one of the things that you said that stood out to me, Ryan, is the idea of authenticity. And kids can pick up on whether their parents are truly into it or not. And same thing with people that we choose to invest our lives in. They can see if what we are saying is really authentic to us and if it's really important to us or not. So I appreciate that. Other thoughts? I guess one question I have is uh, maybe some verses that people might have. We've shared some already, but any other verses that are an encouragement to develop this, um, this walk with the Lord? One I... Uh, know of is Luke five sixteen. It says, "So he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed." So we see the model in in our Lord's life of uh, needing to get away with his Father. And certainly, if it's important for Jesus, it's it's much more important for us. But any other verses come to mind that that are helpful? Yeah, I um, I begin my morning with Matthew six thirty three. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Um, Seeking the kingdom is sort of how I see a quiet time. So I like to think of the quiet time as, you know, waking up and my first thought of the day being seeking the kingdom where God reigns and rules and is sitting on the throne and, and is acting as our father. So when then I move to the, I do the Psalm 23, but then I also like doing the Lord's Prayer, Our Father. So between Psalm 23, Matthew 6:33, and the, the Lord's Prayer, I think that those get me into a really good space where I can hear God. Yeah, the verse, I mean, I already shared one verse, but the one that really gets me out of bed in the morning, because I am not by nature an early riser, uh, what keeps me from hitting the snooze button is Lamentations 3, uh, which says, uh, it says in verse 23 that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Um, so I, I just need to remind myself every morning that God's mercies are new. And I want to get up and, and, and be with God uh, and rest in his mercies for the day. The Lord's loving kindnesses indeed never cease, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is Thy faithfulness. Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. Let me ask you, are you experiencing His loving kindnesses and His new compassions every morning? Would you like to develop a closer walk with the Lord? 
Check out our show notes for some resources, including a free daily devotional email from The Navigators. Next time, for our third of four podcasts in this series, we'll hear about some of the hindrances to having a meaningful daily walk with God and how these can be overcome as we learn more about making disciples naturally. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the navigators, nor of the Kansas Communities Ministry. Thank you for listening.